Everyone once believed in the devil, a horrible red demon with pointy horns, a long tail, and a pitchfork in his hands. This fanciful creature was invented by superstitious religious fanatics in the dark ages. Most people today no longer believe in this foolish devil myth. Many today have accepted the original version that was taught by the prophets of the ancient scriptures. This is about a beautiful, super intelligent, powerful spirit being who eons ago became the enemy of God and the implacable foe of human beings. His name is Satan and he is alive and well on planet Earth. Thank you for joining us here today in the Carter Report studio in Southern California. We're glad to see you and we thank you for coming. Have you heard the story about the two little boys? Uh, they were discussing the devil. The topic today, incidentally, well, not incidentally, <laughs> but really, the topic is about Satan or Satan. Well, here were these two little boys and they were discussing the topic of the devil. And one was a little boy, one was a big boy. The big boy said to the little boy, no, no, there's no such person as the devil. He said, you know about Santa Claus, when you're little, you think Santa Claus is a real person. But he said, when you grow up and you get smart, you discover it's just your father. <laughs> what he said, that's how it is with the devil. Uh, when you're a little guy, you think it's a real person. When you grow up, just like Santa Claus, you find out it's just your father. <laughs> well, it's not just your father. Is there an actual being who is the embodiment of evil? Before 9-11 came, when America was given this tremendous blow by Muslim terrorists, lots of philosophers said, uh, liberal philosophers said, there's no such thing as evil. There are things that are convenient, things that are, you know, maybe not so good, but there's no such thing as ultimate good or ultimate evil. The attacks upon America that happened, seems so long ago now, 9-11, were caused by a group of religious fundamentalists, as far to the right as you can imagine. They were called, did you know this, the Wahhabi. They came out of the burning deserts of Saudi Arabia, and Saudi Arabia, most folks are not aware of this, have spent $100 billion exporting Wahhabism to the world. Didn't know that, did you? Well, then they struck America. And before they struck America, lots of people said in the universities, there's no such thing as evil. But after 9-11, they said, oops, there is evil. And if there is evil, I would suggest to you today that evil has got to have a source. And so today we're going to talk about the origin of evil. If there is evil, where did it come from? Is Satan a real person or is he like Santa Claus? Is Satan the boogeyman? When I was a little boy, my mother told me, you just be careful or else the boogeyman is going to get you. Is he the boogeyman? 
is Satan Jesus' brother? Now, there's a great church here in the United States of America, and they teach that Satan is the brother of the Lord Jesus Christ, like Cain and Abel. So who is this person? Is he active in politics? Is he active in churches? Is Satan the leader of an army of demons? Could there be demons? And if there is Satan, who made Satan? And what does Satan look like? Uh, We have this uh, mythological character. He's an awful, ugly creature, head of a goat and so forth, and uh, carries a pitchfork. Is he like that? Of course, we know this is simply a relic of a barbaric age. Is he immortal? Can he be killed? And is Satan in charge of hell? The great Roman Catholic Church taught for more than a thousand years that the devil, Satan, or Satan, was in charge of hell, where the disembodied souls and spirits of the damned went. Come with me over here to Revelation, please. Chapter 12 and verses 7 down to 9. Revelation 12, please look at this in the Bible. And war broke out in heaven. Michael, Christ, and his angels fought with the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out that serpent of old called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. This is an amazing concept. The Bible says that there was a war fought out there somewhere in space or beyond space. It was fought between God and his angels and Satan and his angels, all spirit beings. I think we've grown beyond the supposition, which is rather naive, uh, that we will only believe in those things that we can see. We now know with an absolute certainty that 99% of the universe is composed of dark matter or dark energy. It is there, but it cannot be seen. It is a a scientific fact. We're not saying uh, there's stuff out there we can't see it because uh, uh, we don't have big enough telescopes. No. It is a substance or something that cannot at present be seen and we do not know what it is. So it is scientific to believe in things that we cannot see or touch. Eons ago, there was a war between Christ and Satan. And Christ and Satan are not brothers. Christ is the eternal Son of God, the Creator. If you look at Hebrews chapter 1, verses 6 to 8 and verse 10. Hebrews chapter 1. I want you to notice this verse. Hebrews chapter 1, 6 to 8. But when he, that's God the Father, again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, 
that all the angels of God worship him. When Jesus is born, the angels worship him. And of the angels, he says, who makes his angels, what does it say? Spirits. They're spirits. And his ministers of flame of fire. But to the son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. And talking to Christ, you, Lord, in the beginning, laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands. You, Lord. This is a quote from Psalm 102. And in Psalm 102, when it says, you, Lord, the actual word is Yahweh. And so here, Jesus Christ is actually called Yahweh. This is the most awesome word in the universe for time and eternity. The Y-H-W-H, Yahweh. Yahweh Elohim. Lord God Almighty. And the Father turns to Jesus Christ and he says, and you, Yahweh. So Jesus is called Yahweh. Jesus created the universe. But Satan was not a co-creator. He was a created being. He was created by God. Turn to Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 15, please. Ezekiel 28, And verse 15, God says, you are perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. Eons ago, God created this magnificent spirit being whose name was Lucifer, means the day star. Ezekiel 28, verses 12 and 15. Look at these verses, verses 12 And 15, son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre. Just remember this, the king of Tyre. And say to him, thus says the Lord God, you were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and uh, perfect in beauty. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. And so he was perfect. Did God make the devil? No, God did not make the devil. God made a sinless, beautiful angel who made the wrong choice. But this text refers to him by the term the king of Tyre. Because behind the evil genius of the king of Tyre was a supernatural spirit being real power behind the throne and he's the real power behind the throne of every dictator hear what I'm telling you full of wisdom perfect in beauty no pitchfork no cloven hooves but a person of extraordinary beauty and the Bible says full of wisdom smarter than the smartest human being. And some people say, I can't believe in him because I can't see him. Ezekiel 28 verse 13 tells us more. Ezekiel 28 13. You were in Eden, the garden of God. 
Every precious stone was your covering, the sardius, topaz, diamond, beryl, onyx, jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. He was actually, the Bible says, in the very presence of Almighty God. And he shone with a luster. Amazing. But in contrast, Jesus had no beginning. He is called Yahweh Elohim. He is called the self-existent I am. So Jesus and Satan are not brothers. He is called the covering cherub. Ezekiel 28 verse 14. Ezekiel 28 14. You were the anointed cherub who covers right next to God. I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. Here God is seated on his throne and standing as the covering cherub spreading out his wings is this magnificent creature that is filled with glory and beauty. You could almost say God's best friend. Created in perfection, no sin, no fault. So God did not create the devil. Remember this, he did not create the devil. He created a pure, wonderful, beautiful, sinless being who stood next to him, apparently in authority and in power. And he's alive and well on planet Earth. Now, because God loves, he gives to all of his children the gift and power of choice. Now, some people find this very, very difficult to understand. And they say, why is there sin in the world? Why is there suffering? Why is there a devil? Listen to this. You cannot have love without freedom. So God was the first person to say, let freedom ring. You cannot have love unless you have the capacity to choose. So when God made us, he made us with this dangerous gift. Some people have called it an intolerable burden. We cannot carry this. It's a burden. We'd rather be told what to do. There are people like this. Just tell us what to do. But God didn't make us like this. God made us intelligent beings with freedom of choice, with the capacity to choose good and to choose evil. And thus he made Lucifer. Now it's very hard to understand what happened. But I want you to notice Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 to 15. Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 to 15, and I want to welcome today our tremendous audience around the world. As we're starting on a 112 full broadcast stations across the breadth of the United States of America. 
And that's how outreach now reaches right around the world. And uh, if you're tuning in today, I just want to welcome you today to this Carter Report program. This, this program is not just uh, air and fluff. We, on this program, we deal with the great fundamentals of human existence. And if you want to understand uh, trivia, this station is not for you. This program is not for you because you're not going to hear trivia. Today we're talking about Satan and the great origin of evil. Why is there evil in the world? Why is this world in such, can I say it, a hell of a situation? Isaiah 14 verses 12 to 15, my friends. God says, how you have fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, like the sun. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I, I trouble. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High, yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, down to hell, to the lowest depths of the pit. This is pretty difficult to understand. But here you've got a, a totally sinless, magnificent creature, not flesh and bones, but a being like this dark matter, this dark energy. We now know it is the dark energy that drives uh, the expansion of the universe that makes it possible for us to even exist. Incomprehensible power. And sometimes we will, we people, we will meet people who will say, I can't believe in God because I can't see him. <laughs> Come on, let's get real. Uh, I can't believe in this because I don't understand it. How much do we understand? Not one-tenth of one-tenth of one billionth of a billionth. And so here is this magnificent creature made in the image of God and in some way into his soul there came a thirst and a lust for power. He was beautiful. He was the leader of a trillion angels. And I guess they told him, Lucifer, you're absolutely magnificent. And after a bit, he started to believe the compliments. Something got inside his soul. Vanity and pride. Where did it come from? I do not understand it but God made him with the capacity to choose good and evil as he's given to you and to me. He wanted to be like God, not in character. <laughs> not in character, no cross for him. Not in character, but in power. Hence the origin of evil. Evil goes back to this being, Lucifer who became Satan or Satan. If you look at verse 4 of chapter 14, it is 
of great significance because God is talking here to the king of Babylon that you take up this proverb against the king of Babylon and say how the oppressor has ceased, the golden city ceased. Now listen, this is the chapter that is talking about Lucifer because behind the king of Babylon uh, there was a supernatural power behind the king of Babylon was Lucifer calling the shots. Do you think the king knew? Behind the throne of Babylon stood Lucifer. The king of Babylon had a lust for power, authority, conquest and territory. What's new? He had the character of Lucifer, the day star, the shining one. Dare I say it, he is reminiscent of some leaders in the world today who want power, glory, authority. They're not there for their people. They are there for themselves. You know it's true. They are the great liars. What's wrong with telling a lie? If you're a liar, you are a son of the devil. The great liars and the boasters, the great lovers of money and the lovers of power. Oh, everybody loves money. Yes, especially the devil. They are, the Bible says, listen to this, little antichrists. The Bible said many antichrists. Now, so great were the persuasive powers of Lucifer, he charmed one-third of the angels. He was the original con, con artist. You know what it means, con artist, a confidence man. A confidence man is a person who gets your confidence. A charmer, a smooth talker. He was the original smooth talker and slippery salesman. And the Bible says one third of the supernatural beings that excelled in power and glory believed the lie. And they joined up. I say, beware the smooth talker the bible says he tempted our first parents he got into the garden he'd sinned before adam and eve and he was there waiting for them genesis 3 1 to 3 genesis 3 1 to 3 now the serpent was more cunning this is lucifer was more cunning than any beast of the field which the lord god had made he said to the woman as god indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden and the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. God said, here is a test. You can have everything your heart desires, but this you cannot have. And verse 4, Genesis 3, verse 4. Then the serpent, Lucifer, said to the woman, you will not surely die. God's a liar. 
the great liar calls the creator of the universe a liar. You're a liar. God is a liar. He knows that you'll be better off. And verse 5 says, For God knows, this is the serpent talking, For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. God is holding out on you. What sort of God is this? God of love? I don't think so. Sin uh, is good. Fornication is good. Adultery is good. The lust for power is good. Lying is good. It's all good. And if you'll eat of it, you'll be better off and you'll be like God. And the little lady and her husband <laughs> use the capacity of this gift that God has given to every one of us. Freedom of choice. And they said, that sounds good to me. When they made that choice, they opened a door and outside the door, there was a tsunami. And the flood came in. We're going to talk about that in our next segment. We're talking today about Satan, Lucifer, the origin of evil and why there is so much suffering in the world today. And most importantly, what is God going to do about it? And what should I do? And stay with me and we'll be back for Satan. This is my 43rd visit to preach the everlasting gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And they had smoke bombs and they had fire bombs and the Russian army had to take me to the meetings. I come here, my friend, because of the need. These were days of grace and glory and mighty power. For a donation of $100 or more, a signed copy of the John Carter biography can be yours by writing to us at the address on the screen or visit our website. Do you sometimes get lost in the crowd? Do you feel there's just no love in the room? Like everybody's against you? You're all alone with no one to lean on. Do you need a word of encouragement? Do you know God? Have you tried prayer? Pastor Carter would like to pray for you now. Let us pray. Call 1-800-526-9777. Nothing to buy, the call is free. Call 1-800-526-9777.
1.3 billion people live in India. 200 million of these are Dalits, formerly called untouchables. 100% of your gift will go to fund projects for Dalit girls as an alternative. Your gift of $600 will educate, clothe, and feed one Dalit girl between 5 and 15 years of age for one full year. Go to carterreport.org or to the address on the screen. For a copy of today's program, please contact us at P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. Or in Australia, contact us at P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, New South Wales, 2260. This program is made possible through the generous support of viewers like you. We thank you for your continued support. May God richly bless you.